All right. So welcome back to episode eight. I'm very confident on the episode number now because I checked of Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. (laughs) And so this is, we are recording the day before Thanksgiving. So today we're going to be a little lighter than we have been because our last few episodes have been kind of heavy Uh on the politics and death and violence and all of that. So today we're just going to be talking about what we're thankful for. So it's going to be almost like a little mini podcast that we can share about what we are thankful for as we head into Thanksgiving weekend. So Kelly, why don't you start? Awesome. So I I really believe in gratitude and thankfulness. And I actually think, so in my professional career before I worked in academia, I was a wellness coach. And we... There's a whole framework around wellness coaching that's all founded in positivity and appreciation. And it's awesome. I love the techniques. In fact, I use them in advising students. I use them in the classroom. I use them in my just daily life. So some of these strategies. So today I would say this is as like a contributor to um, appreciation is really good for your health. It actually um, promotes uh, decreases depression and can improve your life in a lot of ways. So, like, some of the examples are appreciative inquiry, where you just focus on what, like, if you want to change something, you focus on what works well. Or, you know, describe a time when you were doing this really well. So, you know, like, if you have a student who's struggling, something like that. But I do it with my kids, so when they get off the bus, or when I pick them up from school, I'll say, what was the best part of your day? And so they'll always tell me that, and at the end of the night, we always um, ask them what they're grateful for for the day, and we make sure we recognize that so I love the idea of doing an appreciative um, podcast and I'd say that right now my number one most appreciation most appreciated thing in a di- in behind my family is our neighborhood again <laughs> totally really love the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> so like in what way mm. I love everything about the neighborhood I love the fact that we are really connected. I feel like we have social cohesiveness. If we want to tackle issues, we all have different strengths. We can work together. Um, we're all looking out for each other, whether it's our kids and you know managing different schedules or babysitters not being available, um, our kids' health and well-being, each other's health and well-being. Um, I love that it's very walkable. I love that we live close to a park. I love the neighborhood school. I love our Facebook thread, even if it gets contentious, because even that I find very entertaining. Um, so I just can't really speak to enough, especially being a health a person whose careers in health. I think that your neighborhood is a major contributor to your health, and I can see how this one positively affects mine. Oh, I'm always surprised at people who live in neighborhoods that aren't neighborhoods, and that they look like neighborhoods from Google Street View, but then when you actually talk to people who live there, like, no, I don't know who my neighbors are. I don't know either side. Nope. Don't know yeah. any of them. And our, so our street here, we're recording at my house. So where I live, there's like several widows on the street now, but we have all kind of adopted a widow. So my neighbor across the street has adopted the widow next to her and I have the one next to me and we check on each other. And I grew up in a really small town where I could dial any number that began with the prefix of my town and someone would know my parents and go check on them if I had an emergency. And when my next door neighbor became a widow earlier this year, I was, we check on her, we help her out in the snowstorms and stuff. And I was thinking, and her kids live far away. So I was like, 
I wonder if they have friends. So I actually like used Facebook and <laughs> Google stocked and figured out who what her I knew her daughter's name, but I found her and I sent her a message on Facebook and I just said, Hey, we live next door. I know you've seen us in passing, but you know, we do kind of keep an eye on your mom. But if you ever want us to go check on her, here's our numbers. I'm Gretchen. This is my husband Dave. These are our cell phone numbers. We are right here. I don't know if you have people local that already could check on her, but if you ever were concerned, because, you know, I think what would happen if she fell and nobody knew, because she doesn't have a lot of company. And so she said, no, she's like, actually, a lot of my parents' friends have died or they are unable to do that kind of thing. This is great. So I have her. So she has our numbers. Her brother has our numbers. And I actually have both of the kids' numbers. The mom knows this. Like, it's not like a secret that I went behind the mom to do it. But the mom gave me their numbers, too, so that I can call them if there's ever an emergency. And it's just one of those things that... And then I talked to somebody who lives in, like, one of our suburb bedroom communities here that people always want to flock to. And the and the woman said, I bought my house 12 years ago. I've never talked to my neighbors once. Mm-hmm. And, they have a, and they have a neighborhood that it's a little more spread out than us. Like, we have a pretty um, strong density here. It's a little bit more spread out. But it's not like I live in a hut four miles down a dirt road. Like, there are still houses all around the street. She's never met any of her neighbors, ever. Yeah, it's really funny because my sister, um, so my, you know, I think I've probably talked about it in a previous podcast, but I grew up, our our house that we lived in is surrounded by, must be a couple hundred acres, maybe not that many, but around there. It's in the middle of nowhere. And my sister was over the other day doing her homework because I think the internet wasn't working or the computer, I don't know. Anyway, she was doing her homework (laughs) at my house. And when I got home, she said, oh my gosh, so many people come to your house during the day. And I, I wasn't, at first when we moved here, I didn't think I was going to like it. Just people just randomly stopping over. Because it's it, it accumulates, because it's not only neighbors, but then also right. family, because right. we're so centrally located. But now I'm just kind of used to it. Like, I was home on Monday, a couple people stopped by. Um, one of my good friend's sister came over to get her Dutera. <laughs> and she knocked on the door, and I was like, who is here? But I, I like it. I don't know. It just brings a lot of joy and happiness that I wasn't expecting when I moved here at all. And I know we talk about the neighborhood a lot, so it's like we're not really not getting paid to talk about the neighborhood. No, we but. aren't. And the but. other thing is, like, this recent um, – we've been uh, on an advocacy mission for the schools, for health in the schools, and when – I first brought up a specific issues that were happening at the middle school. I think people in the administration were kind of surprised. Like, why do you care about the middle school? Your kid is in kindergarten. Right. But it's like, no, because I care about all of children in the community. I care about kids across America. I mean, right. I, I care about kids across the world. What about the universe? Yes, what the about universe, you? okay? <laughs> I care that they have time to eat lunch and that they can have snacks <laughs> and that they can be kids. Like, I totally care. And I, and I would go to bat for kids... Um, at every level, then they don't have to be mine. So right. that's what I really love about our neighborhood. That's one thing I'm very grateful for this Thanksgiving season. Definitely, I I I just love that. Um, I can pull it. Sometimes I'll pull in, and the kid across the street who is friends with Ingrid will <laughs> I'll hear, "Can she play?" <laughs> yes, she can. And they just run off and play, and they run back and forth. And this weekend, they made they came over and they made brownies and. What was the other thing that they did? They made brownies and then they did a like a craft and then they did they invented a game and played that and it's my kids definitely watch TV. Mm-hmm. All kids do. Yeah. But they will spend hours and hours and hours not watching TV, just doing all these fun things and it's so nice to have like a buddy across the street. And what I where I grew up was a small town, but we were up in the woods, so it wasn't like that run across the street. I can tell when my 
friend is home because I just saw her car pull in. Wasn't that kind of a thing. So the other thing I'm really thankful for is um, is my family. And I even though like that's sort of a given. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a good friend of my parents died really unexpectedly this last week. And I was telling my mom, I was like, you know, I regularly and I do this like when we went to Disney World, I was like, OK, this is perfect. This is awesome. The girls were 10 and six. My parents are retired and in their 60s. But I was like, everybody is happy. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's doing these like crazy park days on their own two feet. And they're not in scooters. They're not in wheelchairs. They're not disabled. They're not unable to. My dad rode the roller coasters with us. My mom sat with the one child who didn't want to ride the roller coaster. And we had all this stuff. And so I find myself, especially as I get into my 40s, -hmm. (laughs) really regularly stopping and being like, uh, right now, things are so good because yeah. I have everyone here. My Like, I have done the math and realized that my mom had lost both of her parents by the time she was 37. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine not having my parents. Like, I just, and I know they listen, and I'm not just saying that to butter them up. <laughs> but, my like, my grandmother just recently died, and she lived a very long life and was very healthy up until she kind of had the classic broke a hip and it was a steady decline after that but on that she and she fell and broke a hip because she was drinking a martini and petting a dog and the dog tripped her <laughs> so like if you're gonna break your hip yeah it wasn't a slip in the tub she was doing exactly the things that she likes to do best which was drinking and playing with dogs yeah but um <clears throat> and so she died she was 94 when she died and that was my last grandparent so it was sort of also in my brain kind of that's kind of like the buffer zone like okay now my parents are the oldest yeah of our family or and i have aunts that are older but in general now they've they're the at the top of the line so i'm really thankful that i'm going to be spending thanksgiving with them it's a tradition that we go up every year and it's great the girls went up a few days ago and they've been up there having the time of their life watching whatever shows my parents let them watch (laughs) and they but they're also making cookies and they are playing violin and ukulele and piano and doing all these fun things so it's so great that they have that experience because my grandparents lived in new york and in texas when i was growing up so i only saw them maybe once a year for a week so my kids have a very strong relationship with my parents and then so tonight dave and i will drive up and i love thanksgiving up there because in the summer when we go to grand lake it's always get your bathing suit get your floaties get your scuba mask get this get this sunscreen all of this because it's very focused on outside and in the winter when we go skiing make sure you have your helmet your liner your mittens your snow pants all like there's all this stuff that goes with us when we visit my parents at any other time of the year but in november there's no swimming there's no skiing it's literally throw some clothes in a bag you don't even have to take that much clothes because you're not going to see anyone anyway and we just hang out and have dinner and drink wine and play games. And it's very low key. And I love it. And I'm so glad that that's where I'm headed tonight. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. We are very fortunate now to live home. We I lived away eight years and we moved back home a couple years ago. And so we can spend uh, Thanksgiving with all the family because my husband's family is from here, too. And I'm really uh, I'm it's great to not have to travel at all. Yeah. It's, it's tough to have multiple Thanksgiving dinners, but it's awesome to that our family members can be a part of our kids' lives. And I'm, I'm really thankful for um, my siblings specifically. They're just wonderful. They're a lot younger than me. And that, it all, you know, we were always in an interesting age dynamic because I was old enough to know what they shouldn't be doing maybe. Not that they ever really did anything bad because they're awesome kids, but, um, but young enough to understand it. And so them being so much younger than me, a lot of times I'd act as a parent figure to them. But now we've morphed into more of friends but I'm just so fortunate for them because I could call them anytime 
and they would do anything to help us. Um, regar- like my brother helped me with all those Facebook marketplace deliveries with his <laughs> truck and he was so happy to do it. And then my sister, she will do anything for the kids anytime. And he, my brother babysits too now, Carrie. Um, my sister is so funny. She made fun of him because he babysat one time and he was old. He was like 23 years old. She'd been doing it a long time and he did one time and he was, he's like, she thinks, he thinks he's king shit now because he babysat one time. (laughs) But anyhow, I'm really fortunate for them and we're, we're, I'm lucky to have siblings even though they were a lot younger than me. I'm happy that we're getting older and more in common. Our needs are, our interests are more in common. Right. How old are, how much older my I'm ten years older than my brother, and my I'm thirteen years older than my sister. So Dave is his next closest sibling is fifteen years older than him. So he had older sisters that were like a generation apart too. And so that's sort of his mom died a few years ago, but his family is all around here. And so we do. It's worked out really well. I know that there are a lot of families that have multiple families and then if they their parents split up they have then multiple multiple families that they have to try to balance during the holidays and for us we have really worked out a good balance that we do thanksgiving with my parents and then we have a christmas party with his family and this is actually and usually my um my parents are here for christmas but this year they're not going to be they're going to colorado with my sister and we realized that it is literally the first time in my life that i will not be with my mom and dad on christmas 42 years of christmas with them but but they get to they're going to go out and visit with my sister and her husband and nephew and my nephew and he's like three and a half so he's getting super psyched for Christmas and I was like you know you've been here for every Christmas with my girls these are the years it's super fun to be with a little kid on Christmas so go west have fun so they're that's what they're gonna do we'll miss them but where does she live in Colorado uh she lives just outside of Denver okay because I was reading there's a New York Times article today about the happy because you know the happiest places in the world in Denmark, and I yep. can't remember the other one, and we've been talking about that a little bit on the podcast. Well, they did a happiest place in the United States, and it was actually um, Boulder, Colorado. That's She's in Golden, so Boulder is where, I mean, Boulder is where her doctors and pediatrician is and all that. It's like, yeah. it's probably the, like a little bit different, almost like Bangor or something like that. Okay, so but it's, it's neighboring. If I ever moved, that's probably where I'd want to move to, because it's great. When you think of, like, when you think of Colorado, what do you think? Uh, mountains and warm. Oh, you think warm? Yeah, it's oh. not. Well, so a lot of times people are like, oh, it's so snowy in Colorado, but not in the front range where it'll be 70 degrees and then they'll get a, you know, a snowstorm with a foot of snow and it melts in two days and then it's 70 degrees again. So whenever we FaceTime all year round, they'll have their front door open with the glass door and her husband's in flip flops. And, <laughs> and it's always it has like the it's the sunniest place in the country has like 300 days of sunshine a year some crazy statistic like that so i love going out there because it is so sunny and she gets really like oh we're in a city gotta be careful she gets a little nervous about about being in a city and i'm just like yeah whatever because i live here well i told you about how she was like you're not gonna lock your car when you go in your house to drop off the groceries no it's right here nothing's gonna happen really it's gonna be okay yeah yeah (laughs) so so, but it'll be nice. They'll go out there. So they'll go out there and then they'll go skiing. Then, but the other thing is that she's an, an hour from winter and she can go skiing within, I think it's an hour to get to the mountain that they like to go to. But it's not, but it's going to be 70 degrees and sunny when they get home. There were two other places and I can't remember. I think one was Char- Charlottesville, Virginia. I don't even know if that's a. Yeah. Okay. So that was a place and there was one other place, but I think Boulder, Colorado was the number one. 
Yeah. Super expensive, though. Like, it's crazy expensive to I live bet. there. But And Boulder has, has um, the university has CU, so it's a little bit more... Golden is kind of... Like, I kind of feel like Golden's almost like Boulder Light. It has a cute little downtown. It has great services because the Coors factory is there. Mm. So because of the taxes that Coors pays, they have the most beautiful, like, library and community center. You would... You would love that town for wellness. Mm. The like, well, that was part of the ranking. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's all, so it's an, it's a really cool place to visit, and I'm always glad to when I can visit her. And so, my parents and I were, were talking, and maybe next year we would all go out and do Christmas out there together at her house. So that'd be kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. But well, in ten years, we'll make Bangor, Maine, the happiest place to live on Earth. Yes, of course. Just be- <laughs> simply because of you living yes, here, really, right. and for me living here. So, what else are you thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for my husband. He is, I honestly don't know what I would do without him sometimes. He's really wise and supportive. <laughs> supportive, because I, I can get a little fired up about things. <laughs> a lot of things. And he keeps me grounded. Which I love, and he's also very supportive. I'm very, I'm thankful for him. Um, I'm really thankful for our friendship with mm-hmm. you, Gretchen, specifically I, over the past few weeks, especially. Yes. <laughs> I really am thankful for texting. I used to hate it. I hated texting. I used to get so mad when someone would send me a text and like, call me on the phone, okay? I don't want to text. <laughs> but I feel like ever since I had my children with breastfeeding and just the kids in general, it's so hard to ever talk on the phone because you're interrupted 50 times. It's just been a very interesting evolution with texting because like you, I'm, I basically met you through texting. Right. I mean, we met a couple times face to face, but... Well, like book club and stuff, but then it got added to the text thread. And yeah, and then it, grew, it blossomed from yes. there. And now we have a podcast. Yes, such good exactly. Times. It came right, you know, straight from the texting. <laughs> and there's other people, too, you know, that I've that I've started, which I think is so funny, just this year, I said, oh my gosh, I'm having a texting relationship with someone I've never met. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Which one was that? Sarah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I cracked She's going to be a guest. We have to talk she to her will, about being yes. a guest. So when, she came, when I met her the first time, I was like, that is, this is so funny. We're just in this texting relationship. But of course, I love her to death. Yeah. So it's it's, it's funny, the, real, the world we live in. But I am really grateful for it because I think it helps peep, keep people connected. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they can be quite distracting sometimes. Yes. Well, <laughs> just driving home after work today... Did you see? Did I did yes. see the picture? And so my, I have an Apple Watch, and I'm driving, and it's just going, bzz, 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 bzz. and so I finally got home, and I live insanely close to work, so yeah. it's not that far. And I pull up my phone, and it says 61 unread messages, and then it's like, oh man, all right, I gotta get a, I gotta get a cup of coffee. I have to sit down and read through what did I miss. But it's, but it's pretty interesting. No, I, I'm very thankful for your friendship too because yeah. I think it's it just grows the neighborhood when you make these connections. And one thing, one thing that I've found as, as an adult, as an old adult, (laughs) is that we're going to have to put you in with Shira's geriatric dog. Is that (laughs) I am not a dog. I'd be looking for some ramps for you. (laughs) I don't need a ramp, but just in that, the, the friendships that you have as an adult and as a parent are, you first of all like there's so much more that you forgive yes you know like uh-huh. if we were both in college with our views yeah we would totally not talk right we'd be like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm protesting you right now yeah yeah <laughs> 
Well, you know, I got a text right? message. And you'd be like, and I'm praying for you, protester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's what happened. But as when you're an adult, you're like, okay, you know what? I've seen some shit now. Yeah. And we're right. all we're all human. We are all flawed. Yeah. We all have our issues. Right. But what is the like, you know, do good, be kind. Like that's all you need to mm-hmm. do. So so it's like so I have all these great friendships and new perspectives and new alliances mm-hmm. who can <laughs> fight the good fight and all those things and it, and it isn't as like, well, you don't match perfectly with me on every single right. thing on my list. So right. mm, no. Well, and it just, I think I completely agree with you because in college, I had a, I actually had a very narrow minded thinking in college, but the more you're exposed to in life, especially in. That's what college is for. Oh my gosh. Especially (laughs) in healthcare where you just see all walks of people and circumstances and you see issues that we've talked about on this podcast, like abortion Mm -hmm. or um, violence or abuse, or conception, and ah, conception, um, contraception, <laughs> sorry, not conception, I've not seen a lot of conception, okay, um, <laughs> that you, and you talk to people over and over, and you realize that it's not, we don't live in a black or white world, mm-hmm. and it would be really horrible and boring if everyone just thought the exact same way as you, like, that's not, oh, yeah. that's not the country we live in, it's not the world I'd really want to live in, but I did get a text after our last podcast, um, from one of my friends I'm always surprised by your viewpoints and I said oh was it the (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A and she said that it makes her happy to hear us disagree but still be friends with each other well, and I, think, I really think we need more of that in society. We'd just be in a much better place. And this is why you have two teachers modeling this on yes. a podcast. Because I, <laughs> that's like exactly what the point I'm making, too, though, yeah. is that Kelly and I are, have very different different ideas. Actually, I got a text from one of my friends that said, I would have loved to have seen your face when Kelly admitted she voted for LePage. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, so, you know, you handled that so well. Hey, Listen, I regret fun. it, okay? And that's okay. <laughs> now you have learned to make different choices. But oh, it's one of those things that by by having those different perspectives, it helps it helps not just in your own neighborhood friendships, but it helps when you're dealing with students, when you're dealing with whatever. Like, okay, well, this is my thing and that's your thing, but that's okay because we both actually want this thing. Same thing, yeah. So how can we <laughs> how can we work together to make this happen? So right. I think that that's an important I don't want to say it's a skill because I feel like it's not, it's not even a skill, but it's an important, um, like an empathetic response that you have to mm. develop that you just can't develop until you expand your horizons and talk to different people and do different things and all of that. Right. So, I mean, and I have my, I have my hard stops. Like if you came in here and said, <laughs> I think that really what we should do is like, kill anyone who owns a cat. I'd be right. like, you're crazy. <laughs> and that is not okay. Like you, there's some things that <clears throat> you never say that. Well, there's some things that you can never compromise on. Like you no. can't compromise on child sexual abuse. No, there's no, not. there's no two both sides. Exactly. On that. Right. And the fact that, you know, so ha- this is a happy podcast, but the fact that there right. is a Senator up and people are excusing his, exactly his child, um, child sex attraction as better than being a Democrat is insane. Right. Exactly. But sometimes I think that there are, I almost wonder if people can hear what they're saying out loud, kind of like with our issue with snack time and breaks for kids. Like when you say out loud, well, we found it was test scores were better if they didn't have snack. I don't, you know, it's like, okay, but we're making a kid hungry. So it's better to make a kid hungry than to lose a point on a test score. 
but I don't care about the test score. I care about the fact that my kid's hungry. So it's one of those things that you have to like, I don't know, you have to listen to. So people who are thinking that this is okay to vote for somebody who's a child sex predator, yeah. say it out loud. Walk up to someone and say, oh, yes, hi. I believe that this is okay. And see how it sounds actually coming out of your mouth, because I just think it's crazy. Well, <laughs> it's, it's you know, and we were supposed to be talking about appreciation, but this is it's it goes in line with um, your point goes in line with the LePage argument because mm-hmm. I like I said I was I was really happy that he paid back the hospitals because it was it was causing right. a lot of it was affecting the pr- healthcare right. profession and p- the public dramat drastically and also the heroin epidemic but the the real hard line is that when he left that phone message I mean there's many other issues but this one was the absolute deal breaker for me in every level calling the guy a yes blank sucker yeah and if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about just google it because it's there the whole transcript cocksucker yeah. is what she said <laughs> Kelly won't say it but I can I won't go to hell for saying it because I don't believe in a hell but, you know, he saw, called him a cocksucker it was terrible he did and it's in public I'll post a link in public I mean it's <laughs> it's all over the internet yeah she'll post a link so you know I had an argument it wasn't an argument a discussion with my family about it and some people in my family said well we need more honesty in leadership it's like no you don't role model that is not a role model right if we if you or I called up a phone on, took our phone and called one of our colleagues a I've actually had a sucker. I mean, I wasn't called that, but I've had experience where a colleague called me names on the phone. Yeah. And I hung up. I said, I'm not, I'm discontinuing this phone call. You can't talk to me like that. And I hung up. Yeah. And I went to his supervisor and said, just so you know, this just happened. I won't be taking his calls. And I think this is why I am a moderate because I can understand certain views from Republican viewpoints, but I would never just vote Republican because I'm a Republican. Right. And I think that happens way too much or vice versa. Like, I'd never just say I'm going to vote Democratic because I'm a Democrat, even if I, the issue doesn't make any sense. Right. Like what you say, like the person's a child predator. Right. Exactly. Well, just because I'm a Democrat does not mean I'm going to vote for a child predator. So right. That's why I like to just stay in the middle. So I yes. can just use my brain and vote for what makes sense or, you know, what the right. evidence shows or whatever. What or, we need at the time. Right. So what's your last thing that you're thankful for? Um, this is interesting that I'm having a hard time coming up with it. Well, and you'll have to edit this while I come up with another one. <laughs> you, you tell me yours. Um, I will say that I am thankful for the, just, you know, I've said my family, we've said the neighborhood, but I'm also just thankful that I live in a time where we can do this kind of stuff, I guess, mm. and that we can have these conversations and that we can do something like, hey, let's start a podcast. We want to do it. And I I grew up, my first phone was a party line. Did you know what, you know what a party line is? You're, too, you're a little baby, so you probably no, don't know. No, no. <laughs> I'm not even that much younger than you. Yeah, you're, you're like eight years younger than me. Really? Okay, yeah. yeah, I guess I am. I was rocking third grade by the time you came along. Ugh. I would have babysat you, frankly. Right, back in the day before yeah, you had to totally get 16 would've. credentials and charge $25 an hour. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but so a party line is where everyone on your street was had the same phone line, but you had a different <laughs> we had a different number and so and then when someone called your number, you had a special ring. So your phone would ring all day long, but you wouldn't pick it up unless it was your ring. And our ring was long short long. So we'd be like cling Ring, ring. <laughs> and that meant they were calling our house specifically. So, so then you funny. would answer, but 
if it rang like long short, that wasn't us. And it was like the neighbor and the neighbor would pick up their phone. But you could pick up your phone and listen to his conversation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like and so but, and so as kids, we used to do that. So we had a party line until I was like in fourth grade or so. <clears throat> you never heard. It. It's really cool. Oh, and side note, the girls are up in Grand Lake and they still have a landline up there. And they we talked to them the other night and I was talking to um, Willa and Ingrid picked up an extension and she was like, hey, mom. And Willa was like, mom, how did she call us? How did that happen? Like there's because with oh, cell phones, true. Yeah. my kids don't have experience with landlines except for there. And they're you can, you don't pick up an extension with a cell phone. It's never a conversation like that. You might do speakerphone, but you're never on. Two, and so it blew Willa's mind that her sister and her could be on a phone call with us at the same time. So anyway, so I started with a party line and I taught I, when I talk to faculty and stuff like that, I say that like I went from a party line to a computer in my pocket yeah. in my lifetime, which I joke about being old is not that long, no. really. So so to think that and to, so we were looking at our stats because we're super I'm a super nerd. Kelly's along for the ride. But well, I'm a nerd, but just in a different way. Yes. But I was looking and I was like, tech. I'm like, Kelly, someone listened to us in Morocco. Yeah. And it's like so we could never have been. No one could ever listen to us like laughing. It was at each more other than just Morocco. Morocco, France. Morocco, but Morocco's the most exotic. Yeah, sure. but Morocco, <laughs> France, the UK, Canada, and like several states in the US. And it was yes! sort of like cool and so, so exciting. Even though like we are not sponsored and not like Casper mattress big or Zip Recruiter <laughs> big, it's kind of cool girl. to think. And it's and it's always fun to get comments from people that will say like, "Oh my god, I loved it. Oh, I wish you made more because I could clean my house faster or whatever." <laughs> so if you if you are enjoying listening to us, you can go ahead leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Just click the little, you know, however many stars I recommend, five. (laughs) Five is a good number. It's round. It's an odd number. It's good luck. But if you want to give us a review, you can do that. But because it is fun to and it's also fun to sort of have like a standing like tea date with Kelly to be like, okay, we're going to talk and we're going to solve all the world's problems in 30 minutes or less. So that's my last thankful thing. I love it. I I agree. I love that you we have forums. I'm I'm particularly loving right now I guess this is going to be like an appreciation and my favorite thing all in one Mm -hmm. Facebook and I know that you don't think Mark Zuckerberg deserves to be the next president and that's fine (laughs) but Facebook has totally changed the world as we know it and one of the particularly great features of Facebook is the that you can it's like this podcast you have your own forum right there mm-hmm. that can get shared and similar with twitter yeah i mean you really love twitter because yes. i i've tried to do twitter it's confusing to me i just <laughs> say all my tweeting needs are done by gretchen yeah so um but i'm really thankful for social media because i think it helps tr- add a tremendous layer of honesty and um well, have you seen all the the criticisms though about the how Facebook totally. impacted the election? And I totally agree. Yeah. I, and it's you can't believe everything that you read on Facebook or Twitter. And there are fake news, legit fake news right. sites. I mean, right. this is I know this is a big key tag word these days, but <laughs> but there are legitimate fake, fake news sites. But um, people like you or I just posting something on Facebook, we have that power as our own personal experiences can really make a big impact Mm -hmm. and particularly with um we're trying to improve health in the schools Mm -hmm. and i think facebook has been one of the greatest assets to that you know and there's a mom on the other side of town who started a page to try 
to rally parents together to say, hey, you know what? We want better for our kids, for their health. And it has made a big difference, a big impact on decisions made at the school. And I just think that's a great example of the power and benefit of social media, even though it gets a lot of criticism. Right. Well, it's sort of the party line. If we had the, it's it's our it's our party line now. Yes, we can listen on what the neighbors are saying. We find out. Oh, wait, it's a concern at your school too. It's not just my kid right. that's having this right. issue. It's everyone. Oh, well, let's band together. Yeah, and see simple what we can solution. Do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really grateful for that. So my favorite thing today is a um, website called the Wire Cutter. And so it used to be, there used to be one called Wirecutter and their sister site was called Sweet Home. And now the New York Times has bought them and they're, they're one, um, one site now just under Wirecutter. But what they do are these crazy detailed product reviews of various things. So if I'm looking for a, what I, like I looked up today, I looked up a 3D printer because someone asked me what would be a 3D printer for their kid. So I looked up the Wirecutter reviews. I looked up a... How much was it? The one they recommend is like 600 yeah, and the like the base model is like 300 and I was like well that's out of the range but these are the but also we'll review and say why the cheaper ones aren't as good or whatever huh. but I've looked that up I've looked up um like vacuum cleaners I've looked up sheets like all these like crazy things anything you sort of it's and it's not behind a paywall like consumer reports and it's very like and they'll say here's what we tested here's why I'm an expert here's why you should listen to me the other thing I would say is that I find that the comments on their posts are just as valuable as the con- as the content. So if you read through washers and dryers, like anything, and then scroll to the con- uh, the comments, sometimes you'll see, why didn't you test this one? I like this one. It might lead you in a different direction. But it's for somebody who is a maximizer, I love the wire cutter. And they also are great because they are very open about, te- they like test everything. So they have a whole post on menstrual cups. And like, which is the best oh, menstrual which cup? Which one do they recommend? I don't know. I don't get a period because I have an IUD, so I don't oh. know. But they got a lot of flack for that. They're like, ew. And they were like, no. Yeah. We have found that like 65% of our readership are women, and this is something women want to know about. Yeah. So if you're grossed out, walk away. And they're really open about that. And that, yeah, we're going to, and like, I think they might have done breast pumps, but they're like, yeah, oh, well, just because it doesn't, you know. We're going to test this. We're going to talk about why this is the best one and the most affordable and easiest to use and all of that. And it's that one of their writers post, just posted a picture of her on a flight with eight like neck travel pillows stacked up around her head. So she's like, when you're a wire cutter reviewer and you have a long flight, you get to test all the neck pillows or whatever. So anyway, so with um, and the other thing they do right now at this time of year, they do a wire cutter deals. They have a whole page and they track deals on their best reviewed products. Mm. So with Black Friday coming they will say like, eh, this looks like it's a good deal, but there's actually a better deal over here. And it's not even a specific Black Friday sale or whatever, but it's just really great. They have a Twitter account too, but that's the wirecutter.com. It's an awesome place to start your search if you're looking to buy something new or replace something or looking for gift ideas. It's a really cool website. James is going to be so excited to hear that because he's all about Consumer Report. It's, you guys are very much researchers of products (laughs) and why one's the best. And often my friends will text me, can you ask James what kind of car seat? And he'll... Oh my God, that'd be me. Oh, Yeah, he totally loves to look up the best of anything he's ever going to buy. Also, on a side note about the menstrual cups, anyone listening who hasn't tried one, you should totally try it. Yeah. They are the best. They are life-changing. Well, there you go. Do you have a favorite? I use Diva Cup. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't even think about how that goes with Diva Curl. But, um... You're a diva from I your did, head to your... I didn't necessarily toes. research them. Yeah. I just... 
That so one was recommended to me, so I went with it. You're you're a satisficer. I yeah. should post that link because there's a difference. A maximizer is somebody who researches every possible option, narrows it down, picks out what they want, blah blah blah, and then a satisficer is like, hey. I need a fridge. Hey, look, there's a fridge. It looks like my other fridge and it's on sale. So I'll take it. And it could be the like most like like a fridge that has no name you've ever heard of and has wire racks, but they don't care because it's like I needed a fridge. I got a fridge. What's the problem? Whereas when you're a maximizer, you like weigh these decisions and then you watch for the sales and you wait for the best deal. And then you like use your Ebates and then you apply your coupons and you do all your things. So wire cutter is awesome for a maximizer because it at least... I would love to write for the wire cutter. I'd be so good at it. But it at least you would be like oh it at gosh. least like like drops it down to okay. Here's like the four top ones I can go from there instead of like just being overwhelmed by everything else. So the wirecutter.com is my favorite thing for this week. I think I don't page. feel like I need to do that because I live with someone who does that for me and I felt so confident in choices right. that I mean and he's not like a dictator. So right. Like, this is the fridge we're getting, but you know, I'll have oh, a couple right. options based I on am. his research. <laughs> um, like, but Dave's like that okay. with tires and wheels. Like, yeah. When our friend posted, like, "Oh, where do I get some cheap tires?" and Dave was like, "You do not want cheap tires. Are the most important part of your car. You want to figure out like, look, like figure out what size you need. Go to this website. Put in these specs. You want at least this." And I think it totally like, overwhelms. Like, I just wanted four round black tires yeah, right. that fit on my car and Dave's very like you need to have a certain kind of rating you want to make sure that they're this that I don't even know what it is like he does tires and so he says you need two tires I get two tires he picks them out he orders them I have great tires they've worked out fine so we are both and I see it in my in Ingrid she's very much a maximizer she will weigh her options and think and decide and, oh I don't know what I should do what should I do <laughs> and sometimes it's um, I almost feel guilty about it like yeah like, it's, they're all crappy dolls. Like, pick one. It's all yeah. going to suck, you yeah. know? And she's not a doll kid, but that's a bad analogy. But sometimes I'm just like, just spend your money. We went to Disney World, and she had um, a $100 gift card that she could spend on anything she wanted at Disney World. They both, and they, and Willa had $50, and Ingrid had $100, because that's what she had wanted. Willa, day one, walked in, saw the Princess Minnie and a Mickey, and she's like, I want that. And I was like, we just got here. Like, let's just, you know, you haven't even been into the park yet. Let's, like, make sure we visit the parks. Are you sure? And we went to all four parks. And the fourth park, she was like, no, that's what I want. I want that. And I was like, okay, fine. So we bought it. She loved it. Never. I was worried she'd be like, well, now I want this. Now I want that. Never asked for another thing. Spent her 50 bucks. Got her Mickey and Minnie. Still loves them. Happy as a clam. Ingrid didn't spend a penny of her gift cards. No. No. She, we went to the last day, (laughs) we went to the big Disney store and Orlando that's not even in the parks. I was like, you have to buy something. And she bought this little like Sorcerer Mickey and then she came home and spent them online. She found some stuff online that she's like, okay, I guess I want that. She couldn't decide. She was like paralyzed by all the choices. So she walked away. She spent like maybe $30 total in Disney World and spent the rest when she got home. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, just whatever you want. Like you can buy whatever you want. I'm not going to, you know, this is your money that you can spend and I'm not going to criticize your choices. Just buy whatever you want. And she was like... So I, so I feel a little guilty that I've that we have put that in there that you must have the best deal and the best thing. And sometimes it'd be nice to just be like, oh, I need a car, so I'm going to buy that car. And that's the car. Like today we were talking about minivans. Yes. So I was like, well, you want these two because yeah. they hold four by eight plywood. Oh my gosh. All, and the seats come out. I swear you two were ready to pounce. I bring up the minivan. I, listen, <laughs> I've never wanted a minivan. But we have kids at our house a lot. And I'm happy about it. I want kids. I want 
all the kids to come to our house. Yeah. I am totally happy with that. I love it. I love all the kids in the neighborhood and kids who don't live in the neighborhood. And I'm and I want my friends to have my kids to have their friends over. Right. But the problem is, is that if you want to go anywhere with them, I don't have room in my car because all the kids are still in boosters or car seats right. and I, do, I can't fit three. So I've been on this kick now. Like I made a bad choice because I should have got a minivan when I cheated in my 2002 Camry that we got from James's <laughs> dad. But I didn't. I bought a cute car because I had been driving around this 2002 uh, gold Camry that's like a grandmother car. That's cute. It was not cute. It was not cute. I drive onto campus and I'm like, oh, here I am in my granny car. And I was so thankful because the car of course. was free, first of all. Right. So high five right. to that. But I was just excited to have a cute car because I never had one. But now I'm like, oh, I, I felt guilty about it the second we got it. Because I knew it wasn't practical, but I love it. So I I told James, I said, I got to get a minivan. I'm sorry. And he's like, I don't know what your obsession is with driving around all the neighborhood kids. And it's like, well, you know, if they're going to be here, which there are, and I want them to be, I, I want to be able to go places with them. And it's not even, so I have a minivan and I'm a proud minivan owner. And I think that <laughs> people are kidding themselves. And they're like, well, I want a third row, but I definitely don't want a minivan. Yeah. Well, you are kidding yourself completely <laughs> because the third rows in any other car are generally a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. And actually, I have a friend who... Um, who had a pilot and then she ended up in a blended family where they have five kids together and she's still she's got a newer pilot with a better third row and she's like no minivan she's always always talked down on minivans like no it's just not for me thanks then they went on vacation and they had to rent a minivan yeah they got back on Monday and on Friday she owned a minivan <laughs> when she had like driven around in one and realized like it's it's hard to under it's hard to know until you live the dream yeah but I love my minivan and the so you are I'm thankful for the minivan. I am 100% thankful for the minivan. I take out all the seats and go to Ikea once a year and load oh, that thing up. Oh, when are you going to Ikea? Yeah, because you everyone hates a minivan until you need a ride to the <laughs> airport or you need help moving. That is my tagline. Well, it was... January. We're going in January. I but, sent Gretchen a text because then James told me this morning, he said, Kelly, I looked at minivans yesterday, which is big for him because he is very anti-getting a minivan. And I really hate the look of minivans too, but it's like practicality. Really. So I got so excited, I sent a text to the <laughs> neighborhood thread, because everyone's trying to get me to get a minivan anyway. I said, James looked at minivans. And then I said, but I, 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 want, to be, I want to be able to cart kids around. I do. Yeah. And take them to the pool or wherever we want to go. And I said, but um, I really want the Atlas. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I just get bombarded with all these articles. It was as if they had planned it. They were just coming I keep at them me. On, from, I keep them on oh hand. Oh, my gosh. But, it so, was so funny. Even, so we each have two kids. And so even, and now I only have one that's in a booster seat. My other one doesn't need one. Even with big kids. Yeah. To be able to say, hey, like we took, we took the two of them and two, and they each brought a friend and we went to the trampoline park and they just pile in. Or yeah. we took the whole, um. We went to the uh, Lights of Glow last year, and we went with my parents and us, and we all rode in the van and drove down together. And I've, you know, and when people need rides someplace, I can do it. If you need something moved, bring it on. I can move whatever you need if this car is great. <laughs> so it's, the the thing with the other three rows is that when you just have two, like, maybe it would work if it's just for the occasional thing. But we flip those seats up and down so many times, and for so many different reasons that like we will, our next car will also be a minivan when we buy a new one and we'll probably keep it we keep cars forever so we'd probably keep it to like take the kids to college and load up all that stuff and roll up and be like yep driving a minivan <laughs> yeah. I haven't sold out I've sold up and you just don't know it 
<laughs> so. No, I, I'm, you know, I fully, I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And we sliding like, doors. This morning was a perfect example. Cameron went to art camp, and there are kids in the neighborhood going to art camp. Mm-hmm. I am driving to art camp, which is twenty minutes away, from the same location as the person across the street. Yeah, but couldn't take. Yeah. Those kids, because I couldn't fit them. Yeah. And so, and they couldn't take my kid, because they don't have a minivan either. And it Crazy just people. is silly. It just yeah. seems, like, when you live in a neighborhood like this with all the kids, and they all need to go different places, it just makes sense to be able to transport them. And I've done it with um, Girl Scouts. I've chaperoned field trips. I've done stuff like that. Preschool field trips, I used to take them. And I love it. And even when I'm, even when we're not taking a bunch of people the cargo space like I we ordered a door and I was like oh I'll go pick it up and I could pick up a whole door with my minivan because <laughs> it's a minivan and you can't do that with an atlas or you know and you can flip it's, I just love it so yeah minivans are like the extra bonus favorite thing and I'll include all of my propaganda oh my that gosh, encourages people to crazy. buy minivans yeah you're crazy Gretchen alright so we hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving yes happy Thanksgiving and we'll be back next week thanks bye, bye.